0: Brothers and sisters, today we have the wonderful feast of St. Teresa of Avila, one of my favorite saints. St. Teresa of Avila is a doctor of the church. She's particularly known for the doctor of prayer, along with St. John of the Cross. Uh, Their teachings on prayer and the mystical stages in prayer have influenced the imagination of the church for centuries. St. Teresa of Avila was a mystic. And her prayer, even though she experienced extraordinary things at times, we can still use with discretion her advice and her own experience of the Lord to maybe help and encourage us, motivate us in our own spiritual life. I just want to read first from the Catechism of the Catholic Church about mysticism and about it being the universal call. We're all called to be mystics. Every baptized person is a mystic. Um, and, and fulfilling your baptism union with Jesus, which is what baptism established, your your participation in Jesus in a very real way, in his life, in, his, in all that he did, um, that is a mystical union. The church says in the catechism, spiritual progress tends toward ever more intimate union with Christ. So if we're progressing in holiness, if we are growing in the spiritual life, then this is order towards Christ. It means that we're growing more and more into him. This union is called mystical because it participates in the mystery of Christ through the sacraments. So the, what we call the holy mysteries, the sacraments are the holy mysteries. And in him, in the mystery of the holy trinity. God calls us all to this intimate union with him even if the special graces or extraordinary signs of this mystical life, so like Padre Pio's um, stigmata, uh, maybe ecstasies, raptures uh, that some of the people experience, the saints, uh, intense infused contemplation. This is what the catechism means by special graces or extraordinary signs or Teresa of Avila, herself, her own vision of the blessed trinity. Many of us will not have that privilege of experiencing such a vision of the blessed trinity but we can still have an experience and a vision of christ through faith just by believing it but the catechism goes on to say even if the special graces or extraordinary signs of of this mystical life are granted only to some for the sake of manifesting the gratuitous gift given to all so Take, for example, St. Padre Pio, if he, his gift of the stigmata, it was an external sign visible to the world to see of his passion. And I've preached on this before, that that manifestation of his wounds visibly in his hands to the world is invisible in all of us and to some extent. But maybe we don't have the exact pain in our body, or but many of us have pains in our bodies through sickness and illness and and arthritis and, and cancer, different things. It's all a share in the passion of Jesus, and so you may not have wounds and holes in your hands and feet, but you have the wounds of Jesus on in your body. And you know the same thing was in Teresa of Avila. Her experience, she had the Lord appeared to her many times, and these are extraordinary manifestations of grace. But the Lord comes to each one of us. We have to just believe it. But he comes to us, if we close our eyes, and this is some of the advice of St. Teresa of Abla, if you want to enter deep prayer, maybe as an aid in your room, imagine Christ standing next to you and speak to him as a friend. You know, Teresa got to see him with her eyes. The visionaries in Fatima, in Medjugorje, they get to see our lady with their eyes. Yes, what a beautiful grace. But it's maybe more meritorious for us to actually believe with faith what we can't see. The Lord said that, blessed are those who believe and have not seen so it's more meritorious for us. And so we might feel that these visionaries, uh, you know, give special graces. And they are, but but if we believe and we have not seen, that has more merit to God. So that's one thing about St. Teresa of Avila, about her own mystical life, that, that she searched more and more. And she, she has much advice about how to grow in contemplation, grow in prayer. Her famous definition of contemplation is that it's simply speaking with Jesus as a friend, conversing heart to heart, you know, to really believe that the Lord is present in our life and that we could converse with him as a friend. First to do that, we have to make that act of faith and become aware that he's present with me right next to me. Or obviously in the Eucharist, a privileged form of Jesus being with us. His entire self is present. So, and so St. Teresa then would say, you know, a huge part, there's one basic principle, if we wanna grow in prayer and advance in deeper union of, uh, of Christ and go to different mystical states with him and receive different graces, it depends on how we live and conform ourselves to the gospel. The more we conform ourselves to living the right path that Jesus carved out for us, then the more we will be closer to him and therefore the more we will receive him, more of his light. So living the gospel is an essential part to growing in the life of contemplation. And that's her her basic fundamental rule. And she would also say, make a determined will to pursue it.